Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Wow! Nice! Yeah! What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and t-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Welcome, everybody, to episode one of season three of the Thanks for Trying podcast. I am Corin, aka The Last Skeptic, and the first thing I should say is a huge, huge apology to everyone who's been waiting exactly a year. Mostly I've been writing a new album, which is out now. It's called See You in the Next Life. I'm sure you have seen me spam the world with it. And if you have heard it, you know it is an entire album inspired of the journey through a breakup. So you can put two and two together and you know that's also a reason why i had to take a little break from releasing the podcast but i've been slowly recording it throughout 2019 so season three is gonna be uh, a little strange because there might be episodes where the context doesn't make sense to you because it was recorded in april or there's an episode that i did live at glastonbury festival in june or july whenever the fuck it was Whatever happens, it's super honest, it's ridiculous, and as always, it is very, very boozy. So please, if you haven't already, go and stream See You In The Next Life. Thank you so much to everyone who sent me lovely messages about the album. It's been crazy, it's, it's been a very cathartic and therapeutic process for me to release the album. So, uh, you know, I just thank you from the bottom of my heart, and thank you everyone also who's been messaging me every day asking when the podcast is coming back so this is for you that encouragement made me want to do it even though some days i was like bro everyone's got a fucking podcast who wants to hear mine so thank you i appreciate that episode one features someone i was so excited to record and as you can see and as you can hear rather i guess pretty fucking boozy without further ado this is thanks for trying podcast season three episode one part one we had to do it in two parts because it got too out of hand big thank you to patron for the bottle that they sent enjoy this and don't listen around kids yeah headphones you're not allowed headphones i like like the sound of my voice i mean that's fair this is why i wear the headphones because i love the sound of my own voice so the mic is is pretty directional this is gonna be there you go lovely Look at that. Are we oh recording? Oh my God, we're recording. Oh shit. I like all this preamble because that's, that's the good but shit. People that, I always feel like when I listen to a podcast, I've, I like my favorite podcasts yeah. ever are the ones where you feel like you just ended the conversation. Where yeah, you're like yeah, just in the middle. Eavesdropping, voyeuristic. Yeah, exactly. What's audio voyeurism called? Um, aurorism. Aurorism. So we, we got some of that aurorism. Usually your guests, are they drunk like during of, because I've already. I've only had yeah, no, I've only had two pints of gin and tonic, but uh, I went to the nothing. gym earlier. Woo. 
Oh, big man talk. Oh, you lift that. Yeah, look at it. it? Um, I happened to go to the gym earlier. <laughs> Sorry, just to say, I went to the gym earlier and I've had two pints of gin and tonic and they are absolutely. <laughs> I'm actually in the gym right now. <laughs> We're doing this. I wouldn't say I'm bad. I'm just like. So this, is, this is good. This is what I want. So I think a lot of people, they have. Usually it's me that's drunker than everyone else. I'm not going to lie. Usually it's me. I feel like I'm drunker than you. All right. I was, okay, I'll so, sort I was this out. so nervous about meeting out. you. <laughs> Cheers, pleasure to meet you. Um, and with that lovely intro, this is the Thanks for Trying podcast, season three. I don't know if it's episode four or five, who gives a fuck? It's all <laughs> going to happen later. I don't give a shit. Um, you know, actually, you know what? Usually I go straight in. What people are, are drunk, I've, I've had a little bit, you know. We're under the flight path here, by the way. Do I need to close the window? Can you hear the... the oh, I can hear that. Look at that. But yeah, no, I, I think that plane. adds to the ambience. Yeah, look, be like, we're actually in, uh, we're in the airport right now. We're about to get on a private <laughs> like, jet. And it, so people are like, I don't know who this example guy is. I, I, only, I only listen to this podcast because uh, Taikai Waititi was on it. But uh, whoever this example guy is, he clearly lives under the Heathrow flight path. <laughs> and I'm going I'm I'm to find his house. Because um, 99% of my listeners have lisps. <laughs> 99% of them. It's, no, a, fa- it's a little no fact. 99% of your listeners. <laughs> Wait, I don't want to have My listeners. Stop holding <laughs> your pint over your fucking laptop. I'm getting so pranked. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I know hey, it's your to, show, to this, but I don't want to... this day, I've never spilled... Tap in touch, touch wood. I've never spilled uh, anything on my laptop. Although the other week I did drop what, my even lap- when you were watching Pornhub, you know? <laughs> yeah, and I'm aggressively wanking, and I've got I've got the laptop strapped to my stomach That's in, still a, in, a safety, in a safety harness. <laughs> you know what? When I, I, sma- I sm- stupidly smashed my laptop up uh, by accident the other week, like never done the, it before. The last like, smashed up. The last smashed up, <laughs> and it it literally I was up. I don't I don't like people ringing on my doorbell. This is another story. You see, oh, I'm going. Into a rant as well. Well, you know, like the buzzer with the little intercom thing, right? Let me just move that over. Yeah, 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 cool. And um, so this is another story, but I hate it because I hate people, you know, interrupting me in my life. So someone rang it. Sorry, you had to come (laughs) round here today, mate. Sorry, especially this is such a fucking ball. No, um, so someone rung rung it, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to look on the intercom and see who they are. Then I'm going to look out the window and and see when they've left because I'm not trying to answer this door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's normal people stuff. So, so I get pranked when everyone's when everyone's knocking. Like I don't like unless I know Deliveroo's coming. Yeah, you know, I'll drop. By the way, shout out to Tyler because all the alcohol delivered today for this alcoholic podcast Mm -hmm, was. mm -hmm. I just love it. I find find it hilarious that Deliveroo feel they can connect you by naming your driver. It's like, by the way, your driver is called Tyler and he's on the way. And, uh, you it, drive, ma- it makes you not want to assassinate him when he arrives. And, uh, <laughs> your b- driver is Aziz. But other than Deliveroo people... What, what, sorry, what name would, would be... I'm going to kill that guy. What name would do that for you? A fake name. Oh, really? Not like, like a uh, Bene- Benedict. Uh, like your driver is called Patatas Bravas. <laughs> like, <laughs> like this guy is definitely spitting in my food. No, Whoa. Just, you know, Mr. Bravas, I've been expecting you. I just don't like... Unexpected calls, like I feel like. No, I don't like unexpected calls. I mean, like, look, if you're listening and you know where Example lives, or you even know who Example is, Mm -hmm. and you want to come around and try rob me, three important points. I am the opposite of bling. Like, I've got a couple of nice cushions. He's got some real nice cushions. Um, I'm here. We're we're in his house right now. We're in my yard. Um, Unless you can steal my River Thames view, (laughs) there's nothing. I don't have expensive jewelry. I don't have any cash in the house. I feel like I'm putting this out as a disclaimer. For yeah, the first yeah, time. yeah, 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 um, yeah. Look, if I mean, look, if someone is come, I would say I would take the big candle. <laughs> Sorry. 
Might have the cleaner in today. It's made me spit gin and tonic on my floor. I would. I mean, that's that's the first thing I would go for. It's a really good. It's a really girthy, robust candle. You know what I mean? That would burn. I would say for a good like hundred plus hours. Uh, there's a lighter on it already. So if you're if you're robbing it and an arsonist, two things ticked at once. Yeah, I'd. Do you know what? I've got some mates, I'm not going to name names, but mm. they put on, you know, whilst we're on the subject, they put on their Instagrams every now and again, they're wearing this watch and that watch and, mm. you know, I mean, I've, you know, post a picture of your kids, like, no one's, it's unlikely someone's yeah. going to come around and nick your kids, you know what I mean? I and don't if know they much, do, brilliant. I don't know how much my kids are worth. Yeah. If you do nick them, bring them back after day. Give me a day off and then... Yeah, but, yeah. Um, feed them. Feed them no, and stuff. A lot of people are like, oh, I can't believe I got my watch robbed. It's like, the reason you got your watch robbed is because... You posted a picture of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, that's why I tend to post pictures of, you know, cheap hoodies, old socks, mm-hmm. uh, bags of spinach. Bags of spinach. Gone and that off way, spinach. no one ever tries to rob you because they're like, I don't want some old spinach. <laughs> this guy, this guy, what's he got? <laughs> the most expensive thing that's ever been in this apartment. Human life. Human life and your laptop and your microphone set up. That I'm going to be spilling my vodka on. <laughs> Momentarily, so the guy's at my door, and I'm like, I'm like, yeah, sorry, Fuck. yeah, back to your door. <laughs> this, this is this is why there's this no, is a no podcast thing, this isn't is, it? This is back. why there's no plan to the podcast because right, this always happens I'll, every time. I'm gonna shut up for five. No, minutes. I don't want you to shut up. This is the whole point. So, and I'm t- turning my phone. I don't want to see my phone. So, all right, so I get up in a rush, and I'm like, oh fuck that guy at the door. I hope he's gone. Mm-hmm. Knock my laptop off the thing. It falls on the floor, cracked. The whole screen just goes off. Immediately, I'm panicked. I'm like, fuck, uh, this is going to cost you, me a lot of money. Did you replace the screen? Replace the screen. Apple were really nice. Warranty? No warranty. £400 it cost me. Wow. Uh, so that was really upsetting. Moral of the story is, uh, I mean, there isn't one, but that was the first time that I broke I'll tell laptop. you how to avoid this. Stop podcasting, mate. Get a proper job. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> True story. Get into music. <laughs> I should get into music one day, man. You know, I should, I should, should make a record no, or something. No, do you know what? Actually, this is like... It sounds like one of those first world problem stories. I went down, I smashed my screen. No, my son smashed my screen. Oh, no. Uh, on my laptop. He, never, never let him forget it until he's got like the wrestling well, he's ring. Two, he really likes. But he walked across the room in his Ugg boots because my missus thought it'd be funny to buy two year old Ugg boots <laughs> in 30 degree heat in Brisbane. It's and pretty, he walked across the laptop, smashed the screen. I went down to the Apple, and it's called a genius bar. No one there's mm-hmm, a genius. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, they're like, yeah, the wait's two hours, you're walking. Then luckily, some guy recognised me and he was like, hi, mate. Oh, didn't you play at Future Music Festival like five years ago? I was like, yeah, I'm thinking, right, I'm going to get pushed right to the front of the queue. And he went, yeah, I watched you said it was great. And I was like, yeah, yeah, can you fix yeah, my screen? Yeah, he was okay. like, nah. What? So then I went to like, you know, the generic laptop fixers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Mr. Apple, man. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. They've yeah. all got ridiculous names. Like, Mr. Screen. Yeah, Mr. Screen. Here's it going, right? Welcome to Mr. Screen, you know? <laughs> and um, I turned up there and, you know, it was, it was, a, it was a grand. Fuck, mate, the pl- I'm going to close the window because that was, that was the that's flight really path. Loud. It sounds like we're in... F- it's, hey. it's tough being in the airport. I'm just going to do it when you... <laughs> While he's doing that, I'm just going to do my monologue. After. I've been waiting for this opportunity for a long time. Right. To so. pra- practice my Macbeth. Anyway. Yeah. Um, I feel your pain, but yeah. I, it was I, fucking I, horrible. Like, f- it was actually 500 pounds. I, I was so, it was like, I had to go into savings. I, I cried, man. I mean, I didn't cry. I didn't cry. I just uh, uh, cry wanked. <laughs> over, over literally a broken, a broken screen because I couldn't even look at porn. <laughs> so, that Imagine was, that was the end like, of that. Uh, Excuse me, genius. <laughs> 
Hello, my name's Adam. Here to help. Look, all right, you fucking genius. Look, uh, something wrong with my screen. There's spunk all over it. It's jizz all over it. So this, I remember the point now. My point, what I was going to say is, when Look, they my, fixed my laptop it, stuck to my belly button. Exactly. <laughs> and like this, so this is the, the point. The point of the story is yeah. that I, when I went, I got it replaced. They replaced the whole screen, right? Everything, and it was clean. What did you expect them to. I mean, true, the screen was broken, but like he replaced everything, and I looked at it, and I went. Oh my god, you it looks so brand new because yeah, we give it a good clean and everything. I said, bro, you know I said, bro. I know what you're getting with I said I said, bro, whatever you do, do not put a UV light over that last screen. <laughs> if you've just joined us, you're listening to a couple of wankers. I'll be honest, mate, I've never bust on my screen ever, like, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, fair enough. I mean, I've, fair I've, enough. I've like, if my missus ain't about, I've got a dartboard to the side of the bed to aim for. You get right, me? Right, yeah, fair play. Fair <laughs> play. Yeah, exactly. And I've got a little hoover for that. I just, just <laughs> the new, Imagine if Dyson, re- Dyson released like, some the spunk hoover. <laughs> Are we going to cut this? No, we're going to no, keep this No, this, this is gold. Yeah, yeah. This is fucking quality. You should check out The Last Skeptic, man. They had this guy on who was talking about vacuuming spunk. Vacuuming it was so spunk. good. Look, I, I went on Rinse the other, like, the other week just for a little like 11 a.m. nice morning interview. I don't know how, but two minutes in, I was talking about fisting a loaf of bread. On Rinse FM? On Rinse FM at 11 a.m. Yeah, but that's one of the only stations you can get away with that. I don't know if I could. It was, it was FM. A lot of people were pretty upset. Oh, yeah, when you hear FM... Mate, stop holding your pint glass over your laptop. <laughs> Mate, I get so... Do you know what it reminds me of, yeah? I'm just like, there right. you go. I want to make what, sure. What it reminds me of is when I'm oh, on that's a... That's great. That's great. This is this like is some jazz presenter soul. shit. Yeah. Welcome to the leader. It's like, it's like the, um, the skits on Doggy Style, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You listen to the Jack of Bad. This is DJ Everybody. Anyway, so... Yeah, go on. If you're an air stewardess... Oh, you can't call them that, can you? You have to call them flight attendants now. You'll be there working on your laptop. Mm-hmm. It happens. You know, the only time you're not wanking on a flight, yeah, working on your laptop. This this thing works for things other and than they, porn? Mate, and they hand you a... Dr- Hello, darling. Mm-hmm. Uh, or if they're from EasyJet. All right, love. And they hand you a hot drink over your laptop. Yeah. Stop, don't stop passing hot drinks over my laptop. Yeah, yeah? don't do that, no. Right? Because then that. I've got to go down the genius bar and meet some non-geniuses in blue t-shirts. Hello, my name's Liam. I'm here to fix your broken... It's always Liam. But do you know the worst thing? You ain't got kids, have you? I do not have kids, luckily. Well, not day, that I know you of. You will have and they'll be lovely. Maybe, but who right, knows? I've got two kids and when it really gets my goat... Mm-hmm. I've never said that before. Oh my God, I love it, it already. Gets, You're going to be great at under the patio It really the gets half. my goat, right? <laughs> when you are in a restaurant and... Right, and, and, and you're, I don't know, maybe you're waiting for, you know, scrambled eggs on toast, mm. but nowadays they sprinkle yeah. truffle oil on it because everyone's a... I'm not, you know. Ma- you know, I'm not mad at truffle oil. I'm mad when they put too much lime on it. Why are you putting lime on my eggs, bro? Go, go home, lime. Right? Sorry. Anyway, so the, the young staff, you know, yeah. whoever they are, and this, this applies to both Australia where I live and London mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. other places I've been. I've been to many countries. Whoa. They always hand you hot drinks over your kid. <laughs> right? And I put a tweet out about a year ago and I went, here's a message to all flight attendants. Stop passing hot drinks over people's laptops. And if you work in a cafe or bar, Mm. stop passing hot soup, hot coffees, hot teas over toddlers' heads. And do you know the response I had? Anyone who was a parent replied with, yeah, do you know what? That really fucks me off. Or, you know, gets Mm. my goat. No one says that anymore. I I hope they do. But... And then the amount of people who are either waitresses, waiters, mm. um, flight, flight attendants, mm-hmm. that replied mm-hmm. and went, 
well, they shouldn't be in there. You shouldn't pick your kid. And you're like, what? So where do you want my kid to sit? You want my... Like, yeah, what's wrong with my kid? Like, so you're telling me if I come to your cafe... Yeah. ...that I should move my kid... Yeah. ...like, what, three metres away? Hmm. Like, feed him with a six-foot spoon? Yeah, I mean, I would like a six-foot spoon, but that's different. Yes, mate, six-foot spoons are great. If you're at, like, a party... Yeah. ...off your nut... Mm. ...and your mate's trying to serve you and... Yeah, you we, know, we, and we all know where that's he's going. ...he's too ketted out his nut to actually <laughs> exactly. get at you. Yeah. A six-foot spoon. <laughs> no, but seriously... Imagine being such an, an a fucking imbecile that yeah. your response is like, oh, yeah, do you know what? Thank you, example. Fair play. I'm going to take that on board. Yeah. Next time in a cafe, I'm not going to pour, like, like carry and pass a, yeah. a boiling hot like cup of tea over your mm-hmm. two-year-old's mm-hmm. kid. Oh, it's, it's the kid's yeah. fault. It's the kid's fault. Man. Like, he yeah. should be older and he should be able to walk. Yeah. He was asking for it by sitting he, there. He should be bigger and in a human chair. <laughs> He and should, you know what? If I spill a bit of like chamomile tea, no one drinks chamomile tea during I right? do, No, I mean, if, I if, do. If I spill this nettle tea <laughs> on your two year old's head and he has to go to Chelsea and Westminster Hospital yeah. and have a skin graft from his right. thigh Whoa. applied to his forehead, Whoa. that's your fault for sitting him in a high chair in my stupid part time cafe job. Uh, so if you're listening, yeah. fuck off. Yeah, and you know what? I've br- got kids. I've got kids. And the thing is, if this was under the patio, that would be their punishment. So that's the second half. Mate, I can't wait for under the patio. Yeah, We're do you know gonna who's go going? Do you know who's death penalty, list. mate? Part-time cafe hot drink passes. <laughs> I mean, hot drink passes. Name and, and, and if you've group. got any people listening today, I probably don't. I probably. Don't. <laughs> I'll be. I'll be honest. Waitresses, uh, flight. You can't even call them flight attendants anymore. <laughs> I feel like you have you to call them. You've fl- hammered that home like four or five you times. Of ca- like, you can't. It's political. <laughs> well, no, it was. It, it started off as air steward, air stewardess. Then it became flight attendant. Now it's flight people. Now it's flight people. Uh, plane people. Plane which makes pe- them sound like they're absolutely boring. You twats. know what? All of my friends say I. That's my type of girl. <laughs> I, I wish I was joking. You know. Boring. <laughs> She's lovely. She suits you. She's such a plain person. She's just plain, yeah. Who People she go, work for? Uh, uh, we're talking about me, are you? Harry Lingus. Yeah. Well, I tell you what. I heard the podcast, and I do not pass hot drinks over babies' heads or laptops. Well, Ola. I... Ola! <laughs> or Ashleen. <laughs> well, Ashleen. <laughs> you know what? You found your perfect man. Message into me. <laughs> You're a plain person, <laughs> and your name. <laughs> your name is like, Wow. I sound like um, it was really good. I sound like Dara O'Brien. I, I, you really did. It was so convincing. On hello and welcome to Mock the Week. Jesus Christ! It's quite I like that you put eight H's in Mock. Mock, mock the Week. Mock the. I can't. I'm not. I'm not good with it. I, I went to Ireland recently for the first time. Actually, it's got Ireland. Right? Oh man! And fucking Dingle. I went to Dingle. It was sick. Dingle? A dingle. It's fucking beautiful. The Ring of Kerry. Right. Ring of Kerry I've is been fucking fantastic. Like, the thing that is, it's not confuses me. Obviously, I know the, the history mm-hmm. of like, what's going on there. And they've, like, they've, had a, they've had a fucking tough time. Yeah, it's awful. But we, uh, when I did an MTV gig, uh, MTV Presents, mm-hmm. and it was in Derry, just before you go on stage, the promoter comes up and he's like, every time you say, you know, Make some noise. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, How are you doing? The, you know, no. You know, yeah. he's like, London, what are you saying? So he's like, you have to say Derry, London, Derry. Right. Because, and I'm thinking, I know, obviously I know the history of the place and it's a very you know, sensitive subject. And it just feels a bit awkward giving a place 
two names. Yeah. Because people, I get people it. Get, I respect it. People get pissed it. off when you say London. Derby. But then you're like half. You know, I don't know what the percentage is, but like half the crowd are going to be like, "Why did he call it Londonderry?" And the other half's like, "Why did he call it yeah, Derry?" And it's just yeah, like, yeah, yeah, so yeah. I just went on stage and went, "What are you saying, Ireland?" And then yeah, like yeah, you come off, great. and then like some people are like, mm, some Shit. people don't, some people don't regard themselves. Oh, no. It's like that's just you have to go, "Hello, human beings." But do you know what, Ireland. Northern Ireland, because you can say not. Sometimes I'll tweet, "Oh, my North, uh, you know, UK and Ireland tour, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. playing Belfast, and we're doing that." And then some people will be like, "Oh, great, you come to Northern Ireland." Some people yeah. are like, "It's just called Ireland," right? And you're like, "Cool, I get that. Fair enough." You know, yeah. it's like, no, look, it's tough, and also because as as British people, which what I found when I went over there and, and saw my Irish friends, that that we as English people are, are so undereducated. We think we know, but we only we a lot know of, especially nothing. our generation, we only yeah. know what we saw in the news. Exactly. And, and we and don't know the full story ex- at all. Precisely. And so I felt I thought myself like I kept asking questions, going, This happened here? I don't understand what and what the beef is. Like what we fuck I know we fucked up. Yeah, yeah, but just yeah, tell yeah, me yeah, how yeah, and yeah, why because yeah. I, I want I want to learn and educate myself. And to be honest, I was too drunk the whole time to even remember anything I learned. Yeah. So I wouldn't tell out, people that. But uh, yeah, no. Shout out everyone over they there. They don't drink You're over wonderful. there in Northern Ireland. 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 Just in, in, the, in, the, in the island. Um, okay, so. What should we talk about now? Come on. Th- thanks for trying podcast. Uh, I haven't even introduced the show yet, so. <laughs> Hello and welcome <laughs> this is, this is to another episode of. Podcast. It could be, as I said, it could be episode four, it could be episode five. I don't know. With my special guest, Example. Welcome to the podcast. Hello, everyone. I'm, exa- I'm Elliot from Example. For, I'm, I'm, I'm Elliot, the lead singer of the band, no, but Example. Said, said like boy bands. You know, because yeah. boy bands yeah, have yeah, to learn yeah. to all speak at the same time. So, like, yeah. if you're One Direction, they go, uh-huh. Hi, we're One Direction. Mm. And we're, you know, because yeah. the, the hardest thing about being a boy band is not the breakup no. or, like, traveling the world. It's learning to speak at the same time. In unison, yeah. They yeah. have to say. <laughs> so, if they're, like, catch us later on MTV at 9 p.m., yeah. I've heard rumours that they do 127 takes. Just go, what? hi, we're One Direction. Catch us later at 9pm. And then like Zayn Malik all of a sudden says like 8pm instead of 9pm. And they're like, yeah. we've got to do it again. We've got to do it again. <laughs> and that's, that's the only reason I didn't want to be in a boy band. Because I've, you know, I've been offered loads of boy bands. No way. No, I haven't. No, see, I thought you had. I'm, I'm too. I'm too. Look at my teeth, mate. I'm too I good could, looking. To, I'm, I was destined to be a solo act. I'm too fat to be in any boy band, unless they do like. Unless a, James Corden started one. You know, then I'm fu- fucking in. They're called the if, Cordon Bleus. If they do a boy band called the Fat Stathams, I am <laughs> fucking. Fat I am fucking in. That's. <laughs> That's all I want. Hey, you smashed it. We haven't even had any tequila. <laughs> we haven't even had tequila. Look, my podcast is just a vehicle for me to pretend I'm a stand-up comedian. Look, I'll be real. I've had three seasons deep. I've had all the best stand-ups in the world on this podcast. Okay. It's just a vehicle for me to kind of Mate, honestly, uh, to like, pre- pretend. When, when, I, when I got offered this, right, <laughs> obviously I knew you were. Yeah. Uh, and I'll be honest, I've listened to a couple episodes. Yeah. Not because you, because a couple some some of my for friends the, are on for there. For the guests, yeah, for the friends. And then I was like, I was like, this, 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 we're gonna get on. Yeah. I was like, you know, I can see like we've got a lot of the same interests and mm. both angry. Like, both angry. I'm not really angry. I'm angry. Okay. No, I like venting my anger at certain shit, like yeah, you know, pe- yeah. like fucking. You know. <laughs> we say pedophile. Let me just it, vent. It, my- it, it, no. <laughs> Do you know what? The only thing worse than uh, a part-time cafeteria worker passing <laughs> hot chocolate over a baby's head is a paedophile part-time <laughs> cafe worker. <laughs> but, um, 
No, mate, it's a genuine pleasure to have oh, you in well. my apartment. I don't Thank let anyone you. else around her usually wow. unless they're like my missus. Oh, my God. Look, that's a, that's a great honour. I wouldn't say it's an honour, mate. You know, it's, uh, no, no, I wasn't talking no. to that guy over there. <laughs> Um, security. <laughs> security. Imagine if I had security and like, I give him the nod. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh, Elliot, would you want me to remove the last skeptic? Uh, yeah, all right. Yeah. So, um, so, so you're skeptic. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think Corin said something a bit a bit mean. Take him out. Um, okay, so like I've, I haven't had, like I told you uh, before we, we started recording, I said I haven't even prepared anything today at all. Um, not even a sandwich. Not even a sandwich. <laughs> Uh, or as you so eloquently said, a sandwich. A sandwich. <laughs> a, sand- a sandwich. No, I didn't even. I just put four talking points that are really... Mate, that's I mean, just a cursor even, on your laptop. That's not a that talking is, point. I'm literally, <laughs> literally, there's a, a drawing of a dick I'm pointing at. You can't see it right now. It's just It's just a really... Uh, so if got, what, you Googled my face? And you got, <laughs> <laughs> I found that. Um, and you can answer these really... You can answer these really quickly because then and then I can go back that's to... That's your way of going to stop giving really long, boring answers, isn't it? No, it's because I don't like doing interviews, man. I even love quick fire it, rounds. So go, 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 fire. go. Okay, maddest shit that's ever happened on tour. Maddest, maddest shit. Shit, we go a fucking hell. Right, let me do a really concise, really quick version. Okay, go on. I, I played a gig in um, Belgrade. Mm-hmm. Come off stage, some fella come up to me and said, Do you want to come perform at my club? Uh, okay. uh, it was a boat. A lot of the clubs are on like little barges. Went yeah. down there, plied me with alcohol mm. and other stuff. Yep. Uh, made me get up and perform, changed the way he kissed me. Yep. Which, you know, if you're listening from America, You'll know me from such hits as Chainsaw. I've got other songs, it's but a, anyway, it's a classic. got up and then it was sort of like, I wouldn't say I was kidnapped, but I was sort of like right. firmly ushered into a vehicle, taken back to a yacht. Uh, sounds great mm-hmm. until we mm-hmm. got there. You, you know that bit in Taken at the end of Taken where they end up on that yacht yeah. and it's all a bit. Mm. Uh, let's just say I was sort of being held hostage and made to perform karaoke of my own songs. No. Yeah. There was, uh, there was <laughs> drugs there. There was hookers there. No, I'm not, mate. I'm not into one of those hookers. But um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> good I was clar- trying to, to leave the boat. But it was one that, you know when someone gives you a little pinch or a squeeze on the shoulder? As in like... Yeah, and you're in Belgrade, man. As in like, you, you can't leave. I didn't feel like I was going to get shot or stabbed. Yeah, yeah. I just felt like I was very aggressively being told to stay and it would be best for me if I didn't. And then they all realised it would be... They're probably gangsters. I mean, they, yeah, they definitely yeah, yeah. weren't like, yeah. you know, IT consultants. <laughs> uh, and then they were trying to wind me up that they were like sailing to Croatia the next day and I was going to go and perform in their club. Anyway, right. I just okay. sort of panicked and jumped off the boat. No, what into the water? Well, not into water, like just okay. onto the, the, the dock, okay, you know, right, the, right. the jetty yeah. and sort of sprinted back to the hotel, ran up to my room, had a shower, mm. looked at the time, came back downstairs. It was, it was bus call. We were going to our next gig, which was yeah. like Switzerland. And I... Uh, and my tour manager's like, what the fuck's happened to you? Where are you like, you're like a shaggy dog. And I was like, you will not believe. Like, you know. but why weren't they there? I mean, that, this is the thing. It's like, looking back, it's like, I wasn't threatened with a gun or a knife. I wasn't like, yeah. but just the vibe of being there, it was like, you know, those guys from Taken, you know, Liam Neeson's very special set of skills. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. They were these kind of guys. Yeah. I know. And, Looking back now, it was probably actually rubbish. I could have just pushed them out of the way and gone, no, I'm going back to my hotel, you twats. But for whatever reason, I was drunk enough to and, stick around. And, also, and it's like, 
It's, it's, w- it's when you're not in like a zone where you know the surroundings and yeah, you know your yeah, terrain. Yeah. And you're in Belgrade. You're right? in Belgrade. You can't, like, I did a show in Ukraine and I remember I was definitely being looked after by the mafia yeah, yeah. to the point where I, like, like <laughs> Ukraine, I went, we went into this place by accident and I do honestly mean by accident. We were yeah. looking for a restaurant. We were in the basement of our hotel and there was a strip club. There were about seven or eight strippers sort of sat looking bored because there was mm. no customers in there. Right. And as we tried to leave, this like eight foot, Ukrainian, you know, like Dolph Lundgren in Rocky mm. Four vibes. Yeah. So then finally went, do must pay. I'm like thinking, we just, we came in here by accident. We want to go and find a restaurant, you know. Yeah. I was, I was, des- I was like determined to find chicken Kiev in yeah. Kiev. Couldn't find it, right? <laughs> I swear I couldn't find it. And he made us like give money to each of these strippers. Like, wow. I mean, it's not a great story, but yeah. it's just like, yeah. Yeah, that's the culture shot. You go to these yeah, places and it's like, you know, I didn't feel like I was going to die. Yeah. I mean, look, you could say the most exciting thing that's happened on tour is like getting to headline the other stage at Glastonbury, but I prefer, yeah. I prefer the yachts with... Like, yeah, 100%. You will now perform kickstarts for me and my <laughs> prostitute friends. Because it's a great story. Who it's great. Yeah, that? it's fucking fantastic. Now, in, 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 and I survived. <laughs> <laughs> I survived. Yeah, like I, when I did the show in Ukraine, I was like, look, um, I love Valium. I'm going to want some Valium for the flight home. And so, so I said to them, can, I, can you get me some? To the guy, because I sensed he obviously was a man that could procure anything I asked for. And drove, he drove me to a police station. Brilliant. Which is great. I sat outside for like 10 minutes. He came out and he had Valiums for me. Don't know what else. I don't know. So what you're saying is if you're struggling with depression or sleep deprivation, go Mm. to... Go to the police. In Kiev. (laughs) No, this was Lvov. I swear, mate, I went to about 11... After we got out of this place where they tried to... I wouldn't say held hostage. I like saying held, held hostage because it embellishes the story and makes yeah, me yeah. sound we, cool. Look, it's great, yeah. It's you know, because like most people have got stories like, yeah, I remember like where I was held at gunpoint. I haven't got those stories, so I'm like... I've got one of those. Yeah. Well, I think some of the, with the weirder ones. Yeah. Anyway, look, I'm doing a 20-minute answer. No, no, no. no. You, next you know what, next the, question. The thing is, you know what the mad thing is? Is that in 34 or 5 episodes of this podcast, I've still never told my epic story about being held at gunpoint and then breaking my arm and I'm not I'm going to say it to I'm, I'm not going to say it today I'm just hinting at save it save it for a better guest is I'm what gonna, I'd say <laughs> no I'm going to save it until I'm doing it live in front of an audience okay can I come down to the live podcast yeah 100% definitely so this guy I, I, I've had so many ridiculous fucking adventures doing shows especially like in Syria or driving through Syria and then in Lebanon DJing in Syria and DJing in fucking Lebanon and we drove from Damascus no offense, and I Obviously, I know all about I know all about you, and I know what you do. Like, how do you go mm. about, or how does this happen? I'm not suggesting that you don't deserve to go to Syria, mm. Lebanon. I'm just like, saying, where and how do people approach to yeah. get this book in? Yeah, um, like, I've done some mad shows, man. Like, I've I've played Coachella and South. Yeah, I know. I, I know you've done Coachella. Yeah, crazy. I've done Coachella. It's fucking amazing. You've done Coachella. Yeah, it's, like, it's sick. It's sick. Like, you, what I'm saying is like, how do you end up in Syria? Because I thought it was mad <laughs> when I went to, you know, like Beijing and like yeah, yeah, Seoul I've and like. I've never been there. But no, but it's amazing. Yeah, and look, I think with Syria, so I was working with an amazing uh, rapper. Uh, that uh, I guess I don't. I'll, I'll tell you the story. Just name Maybe drop. I'll edit this I'll get, called Eslam Jawad, right? Oh, He's no, incredible. Maybe, okay. Yeah. So this was before all the all the madness. Thank you very much. Um, before before the madness kicked off in like 2010. Let me know when you're recording again for what we're chatting about. Yeah, and um, no, we're still re- we're recording right now. Well, right. this is also. Can I just Hello, say? First tequila. This is the first time that I've, we've done shots before the half time and I love it I don't give a fuck mate fuck it. Right. mate you're in my apartment <laughs> that's the first Oof. shot of 
have I didn't even know I had chocolate. <laughs> I, I thought they were egg cups. <laughs> I thought they were egg cups. Um, so, yeah, we just, Eslam Jawad sorted out the show in Damascus, went through there, DJed. It was incredible. Damascus is to this day my favorite city I've ever been to in the world. It was so beautiful. Went to that. So I'm, like, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm jealous, but I'm, like, I'm just like, I love that. It's amazing. It's by amazing. That. Like walking through like the little alleyways like at 4 a.m., drunk after the show. And then he took me to the, to the um, biggest mosque in the world, and flocks of birds were flying through it. It's where St. John the Baptist's head is apparently buried. Uh, it's fucking amazing. Where's his elbow buried? Where's <laughs> his elbow? Oh, that's the uh, question. Stevenage. 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 <laughs> um, so, <laughs> they travelled a long way without. He was. Uh, I want my Brought head back from the uh, yeah, I want my head in fucking Damascus, and I want my elbow in Stevenage. Well, he's got a bit of a weird will, but where does he want his uh, right ankle to go to? Um, Grenada. Grenada. The, what about St. Kitts and Nevis? I don't know if that has been established yet. <laughs> I want my balls to be constantly circulating. I want my balls to be served as sweetbread on a cruise ship. Oh, that would be amazing. And what, not tell the people? Of course not tell them. And then after be like, you just hit examples balls. Oh my God. Face. Can you believe? Hey, Jared, <laughs> did you just hear that? You know that guy who collaborated with Calvin Harris? You just ate his left testicle oh, wow. in between pastry. <laughs> Fuck it, wait. That is good tequila. <laughs> Patron. Thank you for Patron for sending that over. Oh, mate, um, how much do they pay you a year for this? Uh, literally nothing. So uh, they pay me an alcohol, which to be fair is my currency. So I don't really care. Mate, do you know, I'm sure you know this, but tequila can't, I, f- I found this out recently. Tequila can't actually be called tequila unless it comes from the, the region of... Tequila? Yeah. There's a region of tequila, like champagne? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, I think that's really cool. So that's really, I mean, that's I feel sorry for all the other regions nearby yeah. who have got just as good stuff, but they're called like yeah. Gary, Gary, you know, like, you know, Gary in Mexico. What would, okay. What, so you grew up what, around here, right? Yeah. What, like what, what Hammersmith, would be Fulham. Hammersmith. What would be the Hammers, like the Hammersmith for people in Mexico, if they would be drinking the Hammersmith or some, I'm going to have Do a shot what? at Hammersmith. What would the, it be? The ends around here. Yeah. If I was going to have a, a gin, I'd call it Lily Road. Okay. I think Lily Road, people know Lily Road, it goes through like Fulham to Chelsea. Like yeah. Lily Road sounds like a banging gin. Mm-hmm. It certainly does. If I was going to have a uh, tequila, yeah. I'd call it Goldhawk Road. Imagine Goldhawk Gold Road. Road. Yeah. Goldhawk, in fact, Goldhawk tequila. If anyone's listening, don't fucking take that. I'll fucking, t- fucking find you. Imagine that. Like, what you been on tonight? Patron. Like, you been on the Don Julio in that year? No, nah, no, nah, fam, like, it can't lie, you know, like, I got, like, I got the gold hawk, gold you know that hawk. new example thing, yeah? Oh, shit, what, couple gold hawks and that, yeah? Right, so... Like gold hawk. Yeah, just, I'm going like, on Dragon's Den with that. I, I'd invest all of my, uh, ten, ten pound I've got in my account, uh, in that. You would get all of that ten. I might save one pound of it to get myself a Greg's right, pasty. I haven't been in shock in time. This is great, man. This is what we want. Everyone that comes on this podcast gets fucked. They all say that they're not gonna, and then they all do. Taika Waititi, tell- right? Taika. Yeah, big is up Taika. Yeah, big up Taika. I'm not gonna lie to you because I don't like lying to people. I listen to half of the podcast, but how battered did he get? Um, move that slightly. So, how bad did Taika get? I mean, to be honest, a lot of the time I forget how drunk people get because I get drunker. 
Okay. So that I, guy is a fucking hero, man. Yeah, yeah, he's the best, man. He's the best. Like, I've been following that shit for years. Yeah. Like, have you, have you, like, have you seen like Hunt for the Wilder People? It's fucking the, amazing. Like, yeah. What we do in the shadows. What we do in the shadows. Do you know the man thing now is some people come up to you and they're like, uh, "Oh, have you seen that film like, about the vampires in like yeah. in like New Zealand?" Wait. I told you about that film five years ago. I went to the yeah, Curzon Cinema to see that yeah. by myself because I'm a film nerd. Yeah. And you're trying to fucking school me on fucking It's like. so good. But the do. best thing is, and that's what I love about, just change the subject a bit. Mm. What I love about Marvel Studios is the faith that they put into like yeah. random, like what essentially are like indie comedy yeah. directors. Like even when, um, what's it? I can't even think of his name. The guy who got the job for uh, Ant-Man. Mm-hmm. Oh, what's his name? I thought it, what, what, the first time it was Edgar Wright, but then it got taken over. It taken over. Yeah. But I forget the, the director's name, but he was a guy who did like Liar Liar or yeah, something yeah. like that. But he absolutely nailed and it. And then James Gunn, of course. James Gunn, of course. Like, come from like the weirdest indie. Like, when you watch his films, like mm-hmm. you go, like if I was Kevin Feig at Marvel, going, who do we need to direct this? Mm. But that's why I think they've done so well. They haven't just gone, right? Let's just give it to. Yeah, you know, not Steven Spielberg or yeah. Barry Levinson or whatever. You know, so, Sonic they want to give or, or, like, yeah. or Soderbergh. They've gone. Let's give it to these young kids, and they've obviously guided them. And and they've that, got because they've got an overarching um, uh, thing of like yeah, how yeah, every yeah. film has to look. Well, and the it's, budget it's behind it means yeah. that it looks yeah. incredible. It's you've mad. got the best effects teams. You've got the best stunt teams. The best like you know, Because I feel like. You know like, what, actually... Because uh, I know you love your films. I lo- like my I'm film, a big... I know, I'm about, I know about more about films than music, clearly. Yeah. If you've heard my music, I know more about films. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I'm genuinely like, I'm obsessed with Marvel yeah. Studios. Yeah, I'm such... I'm an MCU nerd, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I, like, I, I knew that about you, and I was like, oh, let me put it off a bit, because I know that once we talk about it, it nah, we'll talk... I want to talk nah, about it. Good. So, like, but what I will say is that I haven't actually spoken about this on the podcast yet, because when I was doing last season, I had signed an NDA, and I wasn't allowed to talk about it. And now I can, and it's so exciting. And no, and so, no, and no drinking agreement. I will never sign one of those. <laughs> so, um, but, so basically, if for those uh, Marvel nerds listening to the podcast, Podcast. I uh, and you've seen Endgame. Obviously, I've seen it four times. Uh, I've seen it seven. What? But, but I tell you why. I went three Plains. times cinema, f- back and forth from Australia. Do you? What are you going to do for twenty-two hours between like masturbate? <laughs> wait. I only masturbate over laptops. You know that. I thought you were going to say I only masturbate over certain countries: Spain, <laughs> uh, no, no fly I, zones, <laughs> no fly zones. I only masturbate in international waters. Okay, I've got rules. All Stop right. Talking about masturbating. So, this is it what doesn't define about. me, mate. It defines me. No, okay, um, so so so. All right, MCU. I'm a, I can't remember what we were just talking about. So, I, and did you do you cry in Endgame? I did. I, the first time I saw it, I did um, because. I, I feel so attached to it. It's like a family thing. 100%. But I've seen Infinity War probably 20 times. Yeah. I've seen, out of all of the films, I've seen probably Iron Man maybe 10 times. Mm-hmm. After that, I've probably seen Guardians 1 mm. uh, the most. Yeah. And I think I've watched Infinity Infinity War for me was like a comfort blanket. Oh my God. And the reason 100%. I say that is like, oh, me and my missus are absolutely, that's what, one of the things that me and my missus, apart from the fact, you know, Miss Australia, Miss Universe, you know, ridiculously paying. That's not the reason I love her though. Yeah. You know when people go, oh, you're punching. I'm like, punching? Like, come on, mate. Like, look at her, look at me. Like, I, I know so much about the MCU. Like, <laughs> 
Um, no, on a real, on a real. So Do you know what? Fundamentally, I hate it when people say that shit. Fundamentally, with the my, reason why me and, me and my missus got got a so like soulmates and like we're best friends is like we're both complete nerds. Mm, like, because mm-hmm. yeah, people look at her Instagram and they're like. And to be fair, like, she's unbelievable. And I still wake up every morning and look at her, with or without makeup, and go, oh, my God. So you, but you're saying you're not even wearing makeup? and, and <laughs> but With or without main, makeup, she no, still loves on you. On the real, it's like, I, I see her. The first time I met her, she interviewed me on her radio show in Sydney. Hmm. And I'm like, I've got absolutely no chance for this bird. I'm like, you know, hmm. A, she's hmm. famous. B, she's earning her own money. What, what the fuck she want to be with me for? Hmm. Um, and then she messaged me on Twitter and then we almost had this sort of like connection that was just like, mm-hmm. was, you know, it, and then we kind of both realized that we're both complete nerds. Like before, yeah. before she went to do like Miss Universe and, uh, FHM student a year old, she was like working at a zoo, zoologist. That's like dope. she's a scientist. She's like, she's the biggest nerd ever. Yeah. And so am I. And I think, you know, you just meet in the middle somewhere, but it's like, one of our favorite things to do is like, we'll sit down, we put the kids to bed and we're like, oh, should we start this new series that Sansa's recommended on Netflix or Amazon? And then we're like, should we stick uh, Infinity War? Yes. Because in a way it's like, it's so comforting. It's so comforting. Because it's like- I cry entirely through Infinity War. I cry every single, with Spudding. I cry every time through Endgame and beginning to end. And I say this because like, to be honest, I don't give a shit. I've never yeah. given a shit whether Even when like, uh, uh, Ant-Man, when he, got, when he meets his daughter. Yeah, it's sad, bro. And, 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 and then when and Thor's talking... at the start, when he's looking for his family. Now, bruv, that now, tears. Now, I've got kids. Like, tears and if you're crying even without kids... I'm crying without kids. Right, I've got kids. i got a niece, you know what I mean? This I've got a niece, I know what kids I feel like. Niece, son. <laughs> i know what buying presents is like for kids. What are you saying, though? <laughs> so you, you don't understand, i got a niece. Um, so, no, right. No, but I cry from minute one in that film but you know why I cry there's lots of themes right uh, Thor's mum and Thor come on when you're right, losing a parent you're gonna cry and, but, she, she, and she's like of course I know that I'm a witch and then it's like oh. right it's almost like she's like I don't care whether I die or not I'm just good to see and she's such in that moment yeah. the, the, the way I relate to that the most is almost like anyone who's like everyone's obviously tight with MRJ like yeah. regardless of whether you know single parent like mum and dad whatever like you know, my mum and dad's still together, but whenever mm. I want to get into something really deep, yeah. like my dad will give me shit about it, but it's always my mum. And it's like, yeah. the way she makes shit makes sense, it's almost like, I know you fucked up with that, but, yeah. you know, it's okay. Yeah, and yeah, in yeah. that moment, like, in, where Thor's there, and even though, it's, you Floods. know, in some ways it's an action Floods. movie, it's a comedy movie, and she's like, it's okay. And he, and he wants to tell her that she's going to die today, and she's still yeah. like, it's okay. And like, that got me. Like, I reckon I cried yeah. during... Endgame probably three times the first time I saw it. I cry, I cry constantly. Well, even now I rewatch it, yeah. I know when I'm about to cry and I try to firm yeah. it. I try to firm it. I don't try and firm. I watched it the other day because I was like, I don't cry in real life. I need a film to give me permission to cry. Yeah, yeah. So, and mate, when you do flights, yeah, when you watch film, oh, I'm I'm in it bits. It must be I'm the, in bits. Out, it's the pressure. I know it's, it's the, the pressure. Of, right? I watched. Uh, I will cry at fucking anything on yeah, a flight. I watched, <laughs> I, watched, I watched that fucking film with Irfan Khan called Puzzle the other day about an You're old man. You're the only man. person who's seen that. I swear. I'm the only person that's seen that. It's, I think it's like some you know an amazing actress, English actresses. I was about to say some plain Jane. I'll take that out. <laughs> 
um, English actress who I clearly was in love with because that's my type. Um, so she was, um, it, and she's an amazing actress. And they were both. Irfan Khan is a Jew, he's, by the way. He's cannot fly a helicopter, though. Wow. That, I mean, I don't. Have you seen Jurassic Park? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I have actually. Crashed it into the Avery. The reason Jurassic Park got fucked up is because Irfan Khan, he was like, nah, mate, you crashed it into the Avery, <laughs> unleashed all of the pterodactyls, you absolute salad. You like, salad. I know you're you an absolute Bollywood you're a, G. You're a salad. And you may have had 20 fucking helicopter licenses. You're a salad. You're a mate, salad. I love Earth and Calm, but stay away from Don't helicopter. Don't be a salad. Leave it out, Gary. Wow, Come leave on, it out. All right, second, we're doing the second, second shot. This shot, is mate. All right, cheers. I don't want you to take anything out of this. This is how it is. Do you know what? I've, still, right. I I've, got, I've got stories to tell you. I haven't right. even finished any of those. Um, we haven't when, even introduced the book. <laughs> when, we... like, uh, do you know what? <laughs> so I think, like, because look, I'm, I tried to do hip hop, got a couple of like, you know, lost a few arm wrestles, so it, now well, I'm making no, house come music. On, you, you on the verses, bro? No, no, I mean, come no, on now. The but, fucking. But, do you know the funniest sick, thing? Ill is verses, like, bro. Come on. Wait, I won't. I won't. Barring. I, I won't say who, no, I won't say who, but I did an interview recently, and uh, someone was. What magazine was it? Oh, it's quite a well-known magazine. Yeah. And they were like... Hip-Hop Connection. <laughs> Hip-Hop Connection, mate. <laughs> Fuck off. No, but they were actually like... Um, they were like, look, you're, you're actually a really good rapper. Like, what, what, you know, you, know, you can <laughs> tell you can spit. It's like, do you ever feel conscious of like, you know, your upbringing and the fact you're from West London, you didn't grow up in the state and that fetch music? I'm like, no, that's not the reason. It's like, I just love music. I'm a yeah. fanboy yeah, at the yeah, end of the of day. It's like, like I'm, I'm, I don't... I used to sit there and question integrity and credibility yeah. and... But, you know, after you've done tunes with fucking Wretch and P-Money and gigs and blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. Not that that's the reason I do it, but, like, at the end of the day, mm -hmm. it's like, cool, I can at least put that to rest. Yeah. But the main thing is sort of, like, they turn around and they're like, you know, because, you know, like, leave hip-hop to other people, you know, leave it. And then you're like, well, look, it's not 1992. Yeah. That's the thing, though. We're in a state, which is great, where grime, rap, whatever where your background from, what your colour skin is, like, isn't an issue. That was an issue for me yeah. when I was 13, 14, because I went to a school, South London, where it was a, a mix of everyone from every background, and the only way I could get accepted was to spit. Yeah. And I was good at reciting all the Wu-Tang lyrics back, so it kind of gave me a little bit of protection in the playground. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, but then the funny thing is, is that... And what I put to this journalist was like, well, now you're saying, oh, you're more comfortable in house music and this and that. I'm like, well, where's that come, through, come from? It's like Chicago, Detroit, black DJs. It's like, mm -hmm. whatever you're saying, it's like, it's not about like the culture or what it's rooted in or this and that. It's like how well you do it with what integrity, what you're saying, what reasoning. And even at 37 now, I'm not saying I'm, it's like a thing that I battle, but it's like, I would just say to any young artist, producers out there, whatever, just make the fucking best music possible yeah. and don't worry about where you grew up, where you're from, what you're, whether your mum and dad are married, whether you grew up in a house mm. or in a state. If, or it's, like if that. it's from your heart, then it doesn't matter. Yeah, but like, if, what, if we're similar if, age. Like when, you, when I was like 16, yeah. it's like, who, who did I have to look up to? There was no mm. one. You know what I mean? And I didn't even consider music. I was like, because yeah. it wasn't even about a rap thing. It was like... I knew about Eminem and then Dizzy come along yeah. and Streets come along yeah. and then the Streets signed me to his label. Yeah. And then there was still, there was always this pressure on my mind, which I didn't need to really have, you know? Yeah. Um, and it, you know, and everyone always was like, stop fucking worrying about that. It's yeah. like, 
you only chat about what you know and that's the key is just I only talk about what you know did you feel happier in the beats days than you do like or because you were barring the now given what you've just said if I'm in totally honest yeah if I could put out a rap album yeah and I could to be fair because I'm like on my own label now like yeah I would mm-hmm because I love spitting and constructing bars yeah. uh, more than anything. And I love, people can I love tell, that People tempo. can tell that you love that because it, yeah, come, that it, come, it comes across in wordplay. But being totally and like, honest, it's like, I go to a point where it's like, the music that I put out, whether it's house, garage, techno, mm. drum and bass, dubstep, whatever, I've only ever released songs that I'm proud of and I love. And I realised that after a while that I only... I thought that I was I should only rap and make hip hop because I knew one producer who only made hip hop music. Mm. As soon as I started venturing out there and I met MJ Cole and I met Hervey and I met Chasing Status and I met Sub Focus mm-hmm. and I was like, is this whole new world open? And all of a sudden it was like, okay, well I've always liked Basement Jacks and Prodigy and Chemical Brothers and Faithless. It's like, well, let's give this a go. If and in a way, as I say this now, I almost feel like I'm throwing down the gauntlet to myself. I feel like I'm challenging myself. It's like, if I could release a hip-hop album that was actually successful and people listened to, that would be a the huge achievement to me. I'm not saying like... But that fuck the success, man. No, it's about it's how like it feels in your fucking heart. Yeah, but this is what I'm saying. It's like, I'm not... I've got all these like house techno like global club bangers lined up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love them to bits. I jam them to them all the time. I play yeah, them in the gym. Yeah. I play them at home. I love them. I genuinely love it. Mm-hmm. I've like I realize I don't just love one genre. I find it really easy to make house yeah. music, techno, and just like do a little sixteen bar rap, and then yeah. there's no second verse. You just repeat it again. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? That's my yeah. formula. I'm, yeah, I'm doing eighty yeah. gigs a year. I'm traveling Sick. the world. I'm getting Sick. paid. No one's and I'm looking after my family, and it's like no one's complaining. Like. Six, seven, you know, before I had kids, I never felt guilty about it. I was like, I'm actually enjoying this. It's like, why would you go out in a crowd to 60,000 people and have everyone jump in and go, yeah. oh, I shouldn't have written that song. And then you get booked in mm. Hungary and you go headline a festival and then like, oh, I wish I'd never written that song. <laughs> Do you know what? I wish I was making UK hip hop. I'm just being real with you. It's different now. But the thing is, I've realised after a while, it's like, it doesn't matter how good a singer you are, how good a rapper you are. Yeah how good looking you are, how this and that you are. At the end of the day, it's like, sometimes these things don't matter. It's not, and when, sometimes people go, it's all about how we're connected though. It's, all about, mm. it's nothing to do with that. Yeah. It's, it's, and it's nothing to do with luck. I honestly think it's like, the people who are meant to do it, do it. And also it's the There's right a certain, like, time for everything. Right like, it's not about, I hate the show The X Factor, yeah. but there is a certain X Factor that, one, comes down look, to it. The, I've, I've had this whole thing and I'll get deep with you because I'm very drunk. Um, <laughs> <laughs> as always. But like, I, I, I've been producing for a long, long time. I started rapping. I remember your name from when I was nine. <laughs> <laughs> when I was nine. Um, like, but I, you know, I started rapping first in school with Sway. And your new single, by the way, is fucking tough. Thank you very much. And like, uh, but I didn't have the confidence to be a rapper. So I produced i produced for everyone else instead yeah, yeah, yeah. even though i would be on stage hosting fucking raves yeah, i hosted yeah. living proof for five years like on yeah, speakers yeah, 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 and fucking yeah. whatever because i loved that and when i did my live shows with my 11 piece fucking band it, i would bring out koji and bring out trim and yeah, bring out yeah, everybody yeah, yeah. i still didn't have the guts to be a fucking rapper yeah, yeah, yeah. it took me to go through a fucking ridiculous breakup last year to go actually you know what i've got shit on my head i got that shit i can't I need to say, say through bass lines and, and percussion exactly and, and you know what i I know now yes. that I'm a better rapper 
than most of these motherfuckers. And it's ridiculous that well, this even is the Even like most your latest single, some of the stuff you're saying it is, it's like, it's so deep. Like there's so many people get caught up in the technicalities yeah. and the triplets and the couplets and the, the punchlines and the, the switch this up and the pop culture references and blah, blah, blah. There's a lot of rappers out right now. Mm. I'm not going to name names because I hate doing it. And it's like, they are, the reason they're doing so well is because of the brand, yes, the right. name, the production sometimes. And I'm like, I'm not hating. I'm not saying they don't mm. deserve it. I'm so happy for them. Yeah. A lot of them just got out of fucking jail. A lot of them like stopped fucking yeah. shotting. Yeah. And now they've got a fucking, you know, a, a legit lifestyle. Yeah. Happy for them. But I guess what I'm saying is sometimes like the best don't, don't win. And I'm talking about singers. Like mm. there's people in the world, there's loads of people who are better rappers, better singers than me, whatever. I know for a fact, when it comes down to a festival and performing, people, you don't want to come on off the stage after me. Energy. Like, no, but I just know that I'm like, I put in a sick show, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? And you find but your lane. But on top of that, I write That's the heart of it. That's the heart of it. And I see the, you know, people, these tweets and these comments sometimes from people and they're like, oh, I can't believe so-and-so didn't blow. They deserved that, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, all right, I heard their album too. I heard their mixtape. Yeah. They had a lot to say. They're sick. Like the way they put their rhymes together is sick. But it's like, there's, a, there's always a reason mm. that it didn't connect. It's because like yeah. they pissed off too many people <laughs> or they weren't good enough at marketing or they were too yeah. moody or they smoked too much yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. like <laughs> whatever. Some, you know, some Amdam mixture that's yeah. like sent them a bit paro. Like there's always a reason. Yeah, 100%. I genuinely believe right in my experience, I've been doing this for, I'm 37. I've been doing this since I was 22. Yeah. The people who were meant to make it Arena level, headlining festivals, Radio mm. 1A list. The, mm. They've always matched that. The, the best yeah. have always done that. Yeah. And I've seen a lot of people who've disappeared who are like better rappers, better singers, better than that. But I, I'm and not saying they didn't want but it. But I know enough. the reason why they thing. didn't. That, you know, when people go, oh, it's so tragic that so and so yeah. never did that. And that's what I say. I'm like, I'm not going to name names. It's because like, I feel harsh saying it, but I know why they didn't. Because I know, I know no one believed in me when when I started, except yeah. for Skinner. Yeah. Like, and even Skinner, when Skinner signed me and Pro Green and the Mitchell Rivers back in mm. like 2005, I remember at the time he sort of even my manager at the time, who kind of discovered Skinner and published him as well, he was like, "I'm not really sure about the music," but he goes, "I just I think you're a star. I think you're like an anomaly." He goes, "I just want to work with you," and. This was on my first album, which was like weird lad rap hip hop about like going to Pizza Express and having a fight in the cinema and you know, shit like that. It was like, yeah. it wasn't bad music, it was just weird. It was never gonna like trouble no one. At the end of that campaign in 2007, the head of Radio One at the time, who's now head of Apple Music, right. was like, example, will never be playlisted on Radio One. <laughs> a year later, I'll come out and watch Sun come off and I had hooligans and you know, the rest is history, blah, 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 blah. It's not even about that. It's just saying it's like the people who, we're meant to do it, do it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never in my whole, and I know fucking everyone, I've met everyone. Mm. There's always a reason why they didn't. And I, you know, certain people I've said it to their face, other people I've said it to I'm like, do you know why? Because you used to turn up to gigs late. Or do you know yeah. what? Or do you know what? Do you know why? Because you used to turn up stone. Or do you know why? Because he used to moan about his manager. Yeah. Or do you know why? Because he told the girl at the record label that she was a fucking twat. 
or mm-hmm, mm-hmm, he, he said to the guy at Radio 1 he was a bellend for not playlisting him or someone told him he should get his song mixed down better but he disagreed and he went with that mix <coughs> you know or uh, we told him he shouldn't play that venue because it was too big to sell out and yeah, he went for yeah, it and yeah. it only sold 200 tickets there's always a fucking reason Honestly, <laughs> I mean, you're everyone talking you you're see real, you're talking in the real public shit. eye right shit. now who is shit. fucking smashing it, who's yeah. selling out yeah. Ali Pali, yeah. Wembley Arena, yeah. the multi-millionaires, they're driving this whip, that's whip, whatever. The reason they're doing that, they're either absolute stars, mm. as in like their energy, their appearance, their chat, their social media game is strong. Mm. They're the best rappers, the best songwriters. Mm-hmm. I'm not even talking about rap specifically. Like, sometimes you get like, you know, you're getting Adele and Adele's mm-hmm. a good mate of mine. It's like, she broke the mold because it's like, all right, you don't look like Beyonce, but you've got an amazing voice and you've got the best fucking songs going. Mm. And then as soon as you're off the mic, you're chatting like a stand-up comedian. Mm. You know, it's like, there's no recipe. There's, there's, there's no recipe except... But, but, but I guarantee you, there is no one out there. When people, if you're listening and you're going, oh, but I know this guy and he was like, he should have blown. Like, he shouldn't have. Because if mm-hmm. he should have blown, you I've seen every type of cunt who should have fucking blown. Yeah. And there's a reason they did or didn't. And I think that's, that's why now with my rap shit, I honestly don't give a fuck whether I do or don't. And that's the best attitude to have. I just like, when I stopped giving a fuck, I did my best yeah. shit. I just want to write records because it makes me feel better. And if I you went, have a right, you know, no, but you played me that right. Your latest single, right? Which I, I heard a snippet massacre. of last week. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to plug it again? House party massacre, brand right, new single. So I, I mean, this a, I don't even know when this I podcast heard, is coming right, out. Right, but I heard a snippet of it right, last week, and I just heard it in full today. It's just yeah. poetry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why is one song a hit, and then? Another's not. It's like you stumble upon it. You stumble upon it, man. Like oh, oh, you can't write no one off. It, precisely, man. One hundred percent. Like I don't know. I get so many things throughout my entire career. You know, I've I've, I've been lucky enough to have. Uh, you, uh, like I've I've been doing what I do. You smashed stayed, it. Uh, you've been around for years. Like, I've known like you know we're chatting here conf- now, but I've, yeah, you've been a constant name in my mind. I've seen you for fucking fifteen years. I've been doing this fifteen years. It's like. Yeah. To be doing what you love for 15 years, it don't matter whether you're worth... I'm happy. And I'll tell you this now, it don't matter whether you're worth 50 million, you're worth a mil, or you're worth 100 grand, or you're worth nothing. Mm. Some of the happiest people I know are the people doing what they love and they're worth no nothing. What. And I, I know people who are worth 100 million yeah. and they ain't as happy as you and oh, me right now. Oh, 100%. I know directors. So if you're listening to this right now, whatever, whether you're doing film, fashion, like poetry, music, whatever... Do what you love. And if have you, purpose. Do you know what? It's purpose. Have, have, have good friends. One or two yeah, good friends. Good friends. If, if you ain't got a partner, don't worry about it. If you've got a partner, great, whatever. You know, if you've got your, your girl, your, your guy, whatever. Like, I've realised that. And do you know when I realised that is when I moved to Australia last year with my missus and I turned around to her one day. I wasn't even high or drunk or nothing. Mm. I just said, I was like, babe, I was like, I come to this realisation. We've just been mountain biking, mm. right, in Brisbane. You know, sick. If you ever go to Brisbane, go mountain biking. It's like it's like going skiing in the Alps, yeah. It's sick. And I was like, Bare hills. I, was like I don't want to go up hills. I want to go down. No, but I was I was about to like go back to the UK for a month to do a club tour. Yeah. And I said, babe, I was like, I just want you to know that if we're ever broke hmm. and we live in a bungalow and I wear flip flops and shorts and a vest every day and you just wear that same fucking gym clothing and all we and all we got to look forward to is mountain biking and camping and we have a barbecue mm-hmm. every now and again. I was like. I'll still love you more than anything and I'll still be so happy. And she looked back and she was like, I agree. And like, and that's why she she said, I'm divorced. <laughs> no, but seriously, like, no, that's really like, that's sweet, man. I'm look, I'm like, only, you know I'm, what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm bitter. Like people will say, oh, he can only say that because he's really comfortable. And it's nah. like, no, fuck that. It's like, do you know yeah. what? If I ended up 
bankrupt, broke, whatever, it will make me work even harder. Yeah, 100%. towards that. Yeah, and 100%. It's, like, it's important, and I, I say this, every time I do like some public speaking, whether I go to a university or a music college or mm. I go to a charity thing, I'm like, you look at me and they're like, oh, you're like, oh yeah, it's easy for him to say, you know, he's done this and this and blah, blah. It's like, all my accolades and like what I've achieved in the past is great, great memories. Mm. I'm mm. happy for my parents that they've got to see that, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But take that all, take all of that away. If your missus or your, your, your husband, your partner, whatever, you know, is your best friend, you've got some beautiful kids, whatever you do, mm. that's all that matters. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm seriously, I'm like yeah. deadly serious, mate. Look, I'm, I'm only, I'm only. It's got a bit uh, serious, isn't it? It's no, I love it. Um, the only reason I'm embittered is because uh, uh, I've written a whole album about being heartbroken. So on that, <laughs> mate, heartbroken, <laughs> <on> that, <laughs> heartbroken leads to you finding what you need. This is true, and you know we'll pick up on that uh, after the piss we're break. Gonna have a piss break. We're, we're gonna have, gonna have a tequila. Uh, true story. Oh my days! The first ever cliffhanger. For the thanks for trying podcast big thank you to example for that shout out to patron thank you for listening if you like it go review it on fucking itunes and all of that shit because some motherfucker out there has given me like a two-star review and it's fucked up my whole ratio so if you go in there do a little five star thing you know what i mean like i'll be very appreciative i'll send you a present or something and also the instrumental you can hear right now is that of the title track from my brand new album see you in the next life so if you like this go to spotify apple whatever fucking streaming service you use and go and stream it right now it's very emotional so you know have some have some tissues ready and whatnot next week example part two we find out the end of the story that i can't remember what it was because i haven't listened back to it before i recorded this outro but there's something in there it needs to be resolved and it will be in part two. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.